This is Mr. Biz Radio, sponsored by Capital Plus. Over the next half hour, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, a two-time national best-selling author and leading business advisor, will cover topics that help business owners operate their businesses more profitably and more efficiently. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, this program is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. All right, welcome to another episode of Mr. Biz Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, and we are brought to you by Capital Plus. Capital Plus removes the hassles of balancing cash flow by becoming your full-service credit and collections department. All right, guys, we have a fantastic guest this week. We have someone, and really we're going to talk about her journey from, get this, guys, from food stamps to financial success. This is an amazing story, and I know you guys are going to love it. So our guest this week is uh, Britt Bolnick, and she is the founder of In Arms Coaching and Pity Posse, Pity Posse Rescue, easy for me to say, right, which is a groundbreaking dog rescue. She's a six-figure business coach and speaker who is deeply in service to women who are fully committed to building a business they love that is lucrative, joyful, and leaves them time to do all the things they love in their life. So without further ado, Britt, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm really excited. Yeah, and so let's look, let's just dive right in. Let's start. Like, let's talk about this journey. I mean, from food stamps to financial success, the journey has been amazing, I'm sure. So tell us about it. Yeah, it's a little bit better from this perspective than it was to go through it. But, um, you know, the nut, the nutshell version is, is really that I, I had a, a baby with someone who very much wanted a family. And 15 months later, he left and decided that he actually didn't want a family. Um, so he got to just sort of sort of hit the road. And at that point, even though I had, I had a master's degree, I had several years teaching um, actually in the New York City prisons and jails, which is a whole other story. Uh, I had that under my belt, but because I had my baby all day long, I was sort of stuck in a waitressing and bartending job. Um, again, to make a long story very short, we wound up, my baby and I had to move back in with my mother who lived across the street from the restaurant so I could work almost every night. Uh, every week and she, my mother could stay with the baby. So really stuck, lost my home, couldn't pay the mortgage. It got foreclosed upon, um, was just really, really down and out. And, you know, the, the weird silver lining really started from the fact that my daughter's father signed away sole custody, which meant that he didn't get he didn't get custody. He didn't get the, you know, he didn't choose to have visitation. I didn't have to share custody with anyone. And that really enabled me to get to a place where I realized that I could, I could create our life. I wasn't tied or restricted by shared custody and having to stay where we were. And I also knew that I couldn't survive. I couldn't survive on what I was making. I couldn't afford to feed my kid. I hated being gone from her. I had to leave at five o'clock every night. So I missed bedtime, which was really traumatizing for her. And I decided to do this, you know, the work that I loved and start a business while I had my mother's physical support um, and, and could work nights and kind of funnel a tiny, tiny bit of money into starting in arms coaching. And that's where it really all began. Gosh, where, I mean, God, I, don't even, I have so many questions in my head. So where do you even start? Like, so you, that all happens. Um, her father leaves, he, he leaves the situation you have to be in just a complete, you know, utter despair at that point. And yeah. then you're, you know, financially, you know, you've got, like you said, some uh, physical support from your mom and help with your child. But 
I mean, how do you, how do you even grab yourself by the bootstraps and, and like, you know, get going? Well, the easiest piece of this was that, you know, it's not like I decided to go from waitressing into the financial arena or into administrative work. What I really started with was what do I love and how can I help? And again, because we have a limited amount of time, I'm skipping parts of the story, but the work that I had been doing in prisons up until that point um, revolved around teaching incarcerated mothers how to take care of their babies in a loving and nurturing way. So interim's coaching actually started as parenting coaching because it was something I had done in another capacity. It was something that I cared really deeply about and I felt a calling, which is sort of the first part of that, of the answer of that question is that this was something I loved and cared about. It was something I was very connected to and I really wanted to be able to do more of in the world. And that sort of gave me a little bit of the mo- motivation and helped me to take initiative because it was something that I believed I could really make a difference in the world by offering. Yeah. I mean, I, look, hats off to you. I, I can't even imagine being in that situation. And, uh, you know, again, as you mentioned, you had some, you had uh, good a- academic credentials, et cetera, and you'd already done a lot of counseling, but my gosh, in that type of situation, it had to be very, very difficult. Um, to uh, so many people, I, you know, would just crumble in that situation and be in the fetal position and not be able to get out of it, unfortunately. So hats off to you for being able to do that. And I think one of the common things that I hear as as I interview folks on the show and we talk about their journey is it's always passion is always there. Somewhere in there is passion, and I think that's absolutely critical to have that. And if you don't have that, and I I talk to people that I mentor that want to, you know, they're working in a corporate job and they want to become entrepreneurs. And some of them, frankly, are just not cut out for it. They just don't have the Mm -hmm. right mindset. They don't have that perseverance and they don't have the passion, you know, and I think that's so critical. Would you agree with that? I agree with that a hundred percent because I think that you know, obviously most of us start our business in part to create a living doing what we love. But if it's just money that you're after, being an entrepreneur or a business owner is really hard, you know, soul changing work. And if it's just the money, there are much easier ways to get money. A paycheck job is so much easier. I really think that you have to have that passion. You have to want to not just earn a living, but really be connected to something that you feel very strongly about, or it's just not worth it. It's kind of like, it's kind of like having children so that someone can take care of you in your old age when you like hate kids and don't want to raise one. Well, you can get a nurse. You don't, the 18 years of parenting are not going to be worth it to have someone. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's funny you say that, just as a sort of a side note, I had a, a really good friend of mine, still a good friend of mine, but years, this was a million years ago, but um, when my wife and I got married and, and he was kind of giving us some grief because, you know, when you first get married, if you don't have kids right away, people are like, oh, when you have kids and all that stuff. And we, we my wife and I just had the, we, we decided we were just telling everyone we're not having any kids. We were planning on mm-hmm. it, but we were just tired of answering the question. And so I told him, I said, well, we're not having kids. And his response to me is exactly what you said, Britt. He said, Who's going to take care of you when you're old? And I said, are you kidding me? I'm not having kids just to have a caretaker <laughs> when they get old. Like, oh, my yeah. gosh. So crazy. No, I was, was going to say, we're talking again this week with Britt Bolnick, and uh, we're almost out of time in this segment. But I wanted to uh, tell you guys how you can find out more about what she's doing. And, of course, we're going to continue. We've got two more segments to talk with her. But um, you can go out to inarmscoaching.com to find out more about her business. 
follow her on Facebook, and she also has a YouTube channel. Again, you can find her. Just search, search for In Arms Coaching, and you'll be able to find her on both of those platforms. She shares a ton of great content all the time. I know as I was prepping for the show and going out and checking out her different social media accounts, um, a lot of good stuff out there, so definitely check that out. We're going to take a break. We'll come back. We'll get the Mr. Biz tip of the week. And then we're going to continue learning from Britt and her experience. And then during the third segment, as always, we're going to pick her brain a little bit. And she is going to teach us. Many, and she, she's got many different skills. But what I wanted to focus on is she's going to give us some tools that she teaches business owners that she coaches them to get how to get visible and get some more visibility without having to spend money, without having ad spend, which I know we all hate. So come back after the break on Mr. Biz Radio. Business owners have a continually growing to-do list with little time for revenue-producing activities. With Check Off Your List and their experienced team of virtual assistants, you can focus on growing your business. Visit checkoffyourlist.com to learn how Check Off Your List's skilled team can handle your day-to-day tasks like social media, bookkeeping, calendar maintenance, and much more. Contact Check Off Your List at checkoffyourlist.com or call 888-262-1249 to see how their virtual assistants can help you live to work rather than work to live. Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solutions subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com. Don't hesitate, because there are limited spots available. To submit questions to the show, email them to info at MrBizSolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right, welcome back to Mr. Biz Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, and it's time for the Mr. Biz Tip of the Week. This week's tip is about risk. It doesn't sound like it, but it is. If you are playing not to lose, you are actually playing to lose. And what I mean by that is so many people get paralyzed with fear um, not willing to take risks. And if you look at, gosh, almost any person that is deemed successful, quote unquote, in our world, they've all taken risks. At some point, they've had to take that risk to be able to, you know, become successful. If you're always in your safety box, chances are, if you if you do achieve success, you could have achieved much greater success by taking that risk. As they say, no risk, no reward. So that is the Mr. Biz tip of the week. All right, let's get back into talking with this week's guest, Britt Brit Bolnick. And I wanted to talk a little bit about, again, the, the, the awesome journey that you've had. And, you know, I, I just, again, I've got a million questions in my head. But, you know, one of the things I know we're going to talk about a little bit in the third segment about, um, you know, getting that vis- visibility without ad spend. But, you know, what are some of the biggest, um, the biggest mistakes you've made in your business as you continue to grow? Oh, I love this topic. Um, okay, right <laughs> off the bat was trying to save money by hiring, by spending less for team members. This was something I did in the very beginning when there wasn't much money and I needed help and I tried to hire, um, you know, I think the first team person I had was client care and I tried to hire someone off, I think it was Elance for $10 an hour. Uh, and had a couple of those people, and they were just disasters every time. So trying to uh, save money on your team is sort of like trying to save money, again, with the parenting comparison, but trying to find the cheapest babysitter. That's not where you want to save money. This is someone who is holding your business 
And it's been a mistake every time I've considered trying to find the lowest price point for team members. So I think that's the first one that I would share. Mm-hmm. Makes perfect Second, sense. No, I, I talk about it all the time. I, I think, um, again, I do feel like you're, you're spot on. This is what a lot of business owners do. And you're trying to, you know, save that you're, you're penny wise and pound foolish as they say, you know, happy mm-hmm. employees and good employees make happy customers and happy customers make happy business owners. That's the formula I, I subscribe to fully. So um, I think that's a great, uh, great mistake to learn from. Yeah. I mean, all of the work that you do around team members, whether you're at a point in your business where you have team members or you're just thinking about it or you have a bunch, those people are the people who are kind of literally holding your baby. So I treat my team members with the utmost love and care and respect. I send them gift boxes. I give them raises. They are holding my business. And often they're one of the front lines that people see in my business. So it's extremely important to me that they be well cared for and well well trained, well supervised, well guided. Um, So that would definitely be the first piece. The second piece kind of relates to that. It's a huge mistake to try to do it yourself in your business across the board. Um, If you subscribe to a DIY mindset and you're really afraid to get help or you think you should be doing it alone or you think you can't afford help, sooner or later it's going to bite you in a place that you don't want to be bitten. It is impossible. (laughs) I love what you said about risk. Uh, And, you know, if you look at successful people, there are no successful, really successful people who did not take a risk. There are also no successful people out there who tried to DIY every aspect of their journey. It's not a thing. Mm -hmm. Getting support is, or not getting support, is one of the biggest mistakes that I've seen business owners make in my 12-plus years of doing this. Yep. Again, agree 100%. As a matter of fact, there's a, I don't remember it uh, verbatim off the top of my head, but that, that's one of our Mr. Biz tips of the week. It, it deals with not DIYing your business to its detriment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I see a lot of business owners who have hit a ceiling around what they can do for themselves, and then they're afraid to spend money and invest in their business, so they keep trying to do it all themselves. And it just, it either caps their growth or sometimes it will even cause a regression and they'll backslide because they're, you know, burning out, overwhelmed, frustrated, or simply not enjoying what they do anymore because they're doing all of the pieces, even the pieces that they're not good at or they don't enjoy. And that, again, brings us back to the place where we're like, why am I, why am I doing this? This is too much work. It's too right. hard. I don't love it yep. anymore. Yeah, yep. makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. Yep. So those are two of my favorites. Uh, I would say that the third mistake, and this is not one that I've had experience with because this is actually my jam, but over and over again, I see it happening, (laughs) is not acknowledging that in order to grow a successful, thriving business, you have to be doing your own work. It it is a journey of self-discovery, and it's almost like trying to have a really happy, healthy, thriving marriage without doing any of your own work because, in my opinion... Having a happy, healthy, thriving business is like having another relationship. I really think of In Arms Coaching as a sentient being that I'm in relationship with. When I neglect it, it fails to perform or it makes me miserable. When I really throw energy and love into it, it brings it back. And part of that is really checking myself and making sure that I'm taking care of myself, making sure that I'm looking at my own fears or 
forms of mental blocks or old belief systems or places where I'm kind of stuck in resistance because failure to grow as a human will often stop my business growth. And I see it time and time again in, in my clients and in my community. Yeah, no, again, uh, as far as my, my, from my perspective, I think you're spot on. I mean, I think um, a big part of that is, and it's, it's a theme that just comes out overwhelmingly, um, regardless of the guests we have or the expertise they have as they're talking about their business and some tips, self-awareness becomes so critically important. And I think a lot of what you just mentioned with that third, that third area to keep an eye on, you know, a lot of that has to do with self-awareness is realizing when you know, you're falling short or you need to add more attention or more love to some aspect of your business. I think that's very, very important. And I think that's one of the things, honestly, especially as ambitious entrepreneurs that we can often be guilty of not doing and not having self-awareness because you have blinders on and you're just really, yeah. you know, chasing that next goal for say, and you might not have as much self-awareness as you need to at all times. And that's why I think having a coach is really, really critically important. Yes. yes. I was hoping you were going there. Yeah, because, you know, one of my best friends says, she has this thing, I don't know if it's hers or not, but she says you can't read the label from inside the jar. And that's what a coach helps. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. That is awesome. I'm writing that down. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. I have to ask her if it's hers or not, because I probably quote it at least once a week. And I always say, I don't know if this is hers or not, but if it's hers, she should get credit for it. It's a great quote. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. I like that a lot. I haven't heard that before, but I love it. Um, well, again, this week we're talking with Britt Bolnick. Um, again, you guys are probably wondering. So go out and check out inarmscoaching.com, inarmscoaching.com. Follow her on Facebook and YouTube, and on her YouTube channel. Again, you can go out and just search for In Arms Coaching. You'll find her, Britt Bolnick. Um, fascinating story. As I'm, I know you guys are probably on the edge of your seats listening through this, especially now. We're going to talk in the last segment, and we're going to get into a little bit more of another area of her expertise, and she's going to teach us some ways to get visibility without having to spend money on ads, which again, as I mentioned before, is something that's really uh, the bane of our existence at some point. Um, and you know, learning how to do that, and not only the frustration of spending the money, but spending the money when you don't know what the heck you're doing and you're wasting the money and you're not getting the results you expect. Um, I, I, I can tell you selfishly, I'm looking forward to the last segment as well to learn um, some of her tips on this because I think this will be um, something that we can all relate to. So we're going to hit a break, um, and we'll come back on Mr. Biz Radio. Are you frustrated with trying to grow your business? You're not alone because the business growth experts at TriTraction are here to help. TriTraction's proven business systems, marketing, and sales formula has helped many businesses like yours achieve amazing results. Could your company benefit from explosive sales growth and a huge jump in website traffic? Call 800-719-4281 today for a free consultation with the business growth experts at TriTraction. That's 800-719-4281. Systems plus marketing plus sales equals business growth. Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solutions subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com. Don't hesitate, because there are limited spots available. Check out both of Mr. Business National best-selling books, Pathway to Profits, and How to Be a Cash Flow Pro on Amazon. 
Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right, welcome back to Mr. Biz Radio with me, Mr. Biz Ken Wentworth, and we are brought to you by the good folks at Capital Plus. They unlock, unlock your capital and unleash your business potential. They create customized financial solutions for growing businesses nationwide. Uh, definitely check them out. You can find them at capplus.com forward slash Mr. Biz or give them a call at 855-522-3951. Good people over there. Renee and her team will take care of you, and especially in this time when uh, cash flow is such a critical thing, um, they can offer some different ways of um, helping you with your cash flow in there. Um, I would not recommend them. Uh, they are literally the only factoring company that I will recommend and, and push people towards um, to help them because there are so many people in that industry that are, let's just say, a little unsavory. Um, and I don't, I just will not do it. And that's one of the reasons why I try to, you know, push my clients towards her because she does things the right way um, and, and handles things the right way. So with that said, it is go time. Britt, what do you ha- what give us some tools like I, I'm so looking forward to this give us some tools <laughs> that you teach your business owners that you coach on how to get visibility without an ad spend okay perfect I love this so much I'm so sad that we only have a few minutes so number one there are pivotal pieces of your business that you have to understand in order to be successfully visible and these are pieces like who your ideal client is what they want what they're afraid of what motivates them um, you know where their resistance is Another piece would be your mission and vision, what your vision for the world is and how the work that you do contributes to that, and then how that feeds into your deep why, why you do what you do, and your offerings, what exactly you're offering. All of those pieces together sort of steer the ways that you're going to get visible. They steer the things that you're going to talk to or speak to because you're going to want to be speaking about things that you care about and you know are going to prick up the ears of your ideal client, which is why it's so important to understand your ideal client sort of inside and out. From that space, and again, this is these are things that I could, each of these I could talk for hours about, but I'm kind of breathing through. <laughs> From that space, you want to think about two things. One is how you can be of service. So I teach my clients to always be coming from a place of how they're serving, not what they're selling. If you actually go over to the Britt Bolnick uh, public page on Facebook, you'll see that I very rarely talk about anything that I'm selling. That content is to serve my people. It's things that I think they'll like. It's things that I think will motivate them. It's tips. It's tools. It's funny memes. It's all in service. And that way, it's also drawing people closer to me so that as I become visible to them, they're trusting me more, they're liking me more if they're ideal. Not everyone likes me, and that's okay because they're not an ideal client if they don't, and they're becoming familiar Mm -hmm. with me. And that way, when I do have something that I'm calling people into, they already know me. And that's really a key piece of establishing visibility is to really cultivate familiarity of and trust by your ideal client community. So being really, you know, being of service and offering yourself in service to your community helps to cultivate those so that when you do have something that you want people to step into, you're not just kind of cold rushing them and trying to get them to buy something. 
The other piece that I'll say is that it's really important in cultivating visibility to nurture relationships with people. And this is one of the reasons why my clients don't have to use ad spend because they're cultivating relationships and visibility in their communities that allow them to step into expertise and become known as the go-to person for their thing, whatever their thing is. Uh, So all Mm -hmm. of those are really important pieces. And then because I'm afraid we're going to run out of time, my last piece is, of course, an inner piece, which is that especially for women, and most of the people I work with are women, especially for women, there are reasons why we hesitate to be visible that are extremely uh, that are extremely valid and make a lot of sense. So you have to be watching for what I call one foot on the gas, one foot on the brake. And really only New York City cab drivers get away with driving that way because it can wreck your car and cause damage. But the foot on the gas, foot on the brake is that if you find that you're struggling with visibility, it's really important to think about why might I be invested in not being visible? What's uncomfortable about being visible? What am I afraid or even considering that being visible might cost me? Because there's probably, if you're really struggling with this, there's a place where emotionally or or energetically or however you want to say it, you have a foot on the brake where there's something about being visible that's a little bit uncomfortable for you. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, no, I, mean I think getting over that, and you, you touched on it, and you, you didn't say the exact words, but you in a, in a roundabout way you did, I think a re- really important, at least from my perspective, is the know, like, and trust, right? For people to do business with you, typically they need to know you, like you, and trust you. And as you mentioned, not everyone's going to like you. Believe me, I get plenty of uh, <clears throat> unsavory comments on some of my videos, uh, <laughs> which, as you said, it's okay. You know, that's just those people aren't ideal clients for me, and I probably can't provide value for them. So they should they should probably move on and, and get value from someone else, and that's completely okay. So in in doing that, let me ask you this, Britt: Do you find a, a good way? What's the best way to do that? Um, organically is like what I found, I'll just cut to the chase. What I found is video is really powerful with, with doing some of those things you had mentioned, being of service, cultivating uh, familiarity, nurturing those relationships. Um, Is that something you found as well? So what I'll tell you is that there's no right answer to that in my opinion. And I'll tell you why Mm -hmm. it depends what each person loves to do. So I have women who come to me who say, I know I should be doing videos. I hate it. I'm going to learn to do them. I just hate them. And I say, don't do videos if you hate them because people are going to see them and they're going to see that you hate them and it's not going to have the effect that you really want to have. I do videos because I love doing them. I also love to write. So I do Mm -hmm. newsletter content and social media posts, but I have clients who really love connecting via the written word. And I urge them to grow their businesses with social media posts or, you know, workshops or books or whatever. People who love videos Mm -hmm. should definitely be doing videos. But I think that it's important that you do something that you enjoy or it's going to show and it's not going to have the effect that you really want it to have. No, you know what? I think that's actually great advice because as you were saying that I was thinking about, I've got a, a person that I'm actually really close with and I've been, she is very, very well-spoken and I've been encouraging her for gosh, probably a year now to do videos. And she is just so hesitant. So she probably falls into that fourth category that she needs to take a look at. You know, why is she comfortable? What, what, what about being visible? Is she uncomfortable with? Because she's very well-spoken. She would be fantastic on videos. 
And I keep pushing mm-hmm. her, and, you know, I just learned from what you just said. Like, I probably need to back off. There's a different way for her. Maybe it's writing. Maybe, you know, as you said, maybe there's, there's a whole bunch of different ways. But, um, you know, for whatever reason, she's just not comfortable with it. Yeah, and that might be something, you know, where if she really sees the value in expanding via video, it might be something that she can explore or get some support around and learn tips and tools. But it's definitely not the first way to go if you really don't like it or it makes you really uncomfortable. Yeah. 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 No, I, gosh, it's, that's a bit of an epiphany for me, honestly, because I've been pushing her and, and I can tell every time we sit down, um, you know, we'll meet usually about once every four or six weeks, um, just informally, but you know, I'll say, oh, how are videos coming along? How are your topics? Um, you can help so many people you need to get out. And, uh, you know, even the last time we met, now that I think about it, I mean, I kind of felt bad because I almost felt like I was kind of beating her up a little bit about it, you know what I mean? And I, I could tell non-verbally that her, by her body positioning and whatnot that she was getting uncomfortable, so I changed the subject. I will definitely explore a different way with her. So very, very good information. Again, we've been talking this week with Britt Bolnick. You can find out more. Go out and search on In Arms Coaching. Her website's inarmscoaching.com. You can find her on Facebook and YouTube. Unfortunately, we run out of time, Britt, but I really, really appreciate you coming on the show. Fantastic information. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. Yeah, absolutely. Good stuff. Good stuff. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks to our show sponsor, Capital Plus. Have a great week. And don't forget, as always, cash flow is king. This has been Mr. Biz Radio, sponsored by Capital Plus, a division of United Capital Funding Group. Capital Plus is your trusted resource for commercial financing and accounts receivable management. They've been providing working capital to businesses nationally for more than 27 years. Learn more about them at capplus.com forward slash Mr. Biz. Or to schedule a free consultation, call 855-522-3951.